Uh, then a little bit later on, we also follow like a very complicated relationship between Aaron Burr and Hamilton, who they're not exactly friends, but they're not exactly enemies either. in our eight-part series, Broadway Battles, a podcast and talk show by Four Seasons Performing Arts. Today, you'll get to hear two musicals of a similar theme or genre, compared and contrasted in a debate-style conversation. Also, through this episode, you'll get to hear some performances from these musicals by talented actors and actresses from this area. I'm Sage Harper, and this is Peyton Owen. Yeah, and in addition to hearing us talk to you guys today, you'll get to hear some uh, some pretty talented musical performances from uh, the performers in the area. You'll get to hear Tyler Ziemba, uh, Brennan Lockwood, and Kristen Doss. So that's super exciting. Um, and the two musicals of the episode today are In the Heights and Hamilton. So clearly a Lin-Manuel Miranda-themed episode. Um, also, we want to remind you that 70% uh, of the proceeds from this episode go to the Chicago Children's Theater, which puts on performances for younger audiences. Yes, great organization. They put on some really, really great stuff. So consider donating in the link in the bio. Um, but today we'll be talking about the music composition, the story, uh, the dance, and then the design of these two musicals, which is super exciting. But we will start off with a quick synopsis of each, so let's get started. All right, so let's start with a synopsis of Hamilton. So Hamilton, as you probably know, is the story of Alexander Hamilton during the American Revolution. And it's obviously not a new story. It's pretty much the oldest one in American history. <laughs> oh, yes. So, um, yeah, it's set in the late 18th and early 19th centuries. And it's really the story of our country told in a completely new way. Um, it's pretty much a biography turned into a musical which is really interesting, and it tells the story of the poor immigrant Alexander Hamilton, who he's such a self-starter that he makes his way to America and earns his title as a founding father. And it also follows the stories of the Schuyler sisters, who are the family of Hamilton's wife, Eliza. And uh, we also get to hear about George Washington, Jefferson, Lafayette, and King George. And all of this pretty much just shows the origins of America and our way of life. Yeah, it's Kind of like history class, but turned to musical, right? Um, so then In the Heights was actually Lin-Manuel Miranda's first uh, musical, and Hamilton was his second. Um, so In the Heights is definitely a little bit of a different story. Um, it kind of follows this community that is set in New York um, in a city called Washington Heights. Um, so it's, a, it's kind of a sort of fun, but sort of conflict-ridden musical, um, but it's definitely a little bit lighter than most of the musicals that we've talked about in, in this series so far. Um, but basically, this Latin-based community um, kind of has one person, Nina, find her way out of the community and go to, goes to college for the first person in the entire community. And it's kind of this super awesome thing that somebody got out and is pursuing higher education um, until we find out that she lost her scholarship and um, had to drop out of college. So she comes back home, and then the entire rest of the musical is set in the community. Um, and we meet Usnavi, who is like a small grocery store owner um, on one of the, the street corners. Um, and we kind of meet his family and uh, Nina's family. And um, throughout the musical, there's a little bit more conflict. Is like a blackout happens and we lose all power. And some of the, the city comes kind of gets um, I don't know, broken into and stuff. And 
But it's also partly a, a love story between two different duets. Uh, Usnavi and Vanessa, and then Benny and Nina. And so it's, it's a kind of fun, um, not super cheery, but at times cheery musical that, that Lin-Manuel uh, wrote, which is exciting. Yeah. So let's get into the music comp of these two musicals. Okay. Well, okay, as far as Hamilton, we'll go back there first. Um, a lot of their success and what they're really known for is the fact that it's in the genre of rap. Um, which so is in the Heights, but I think it, Hamilton is more notable for that, in my opinion. Um, and it definitely mixes modern musical theater, and also it has a lot of hip-hop, pop, and rap. Uh, and most of it is very, like, upbeat, and it has a lot of, like, very impressive rap in it, which uh, we'll talk more about later, maybe. Um, there are definitely some similarities between the music composition of the two musicals. Uh, I think you might agree with that. Um, they have some, some much faster raps that people consider pretty impressive, and then also some power ballads like Burn and Breathe. Um, but the music is really great because rap in general allows it to feel like a very natural conversation, and I think that 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 feels more compelling and natural to an audience than many classic musicals. So I guess like the magic of it is really in like the lyrics and that quality. Yeah, that's true. So I, I think that is one of Lin-Manuel Miranda's just best assets when writing a musical is he takes, he takes the music and he turns it into more of a conversation than any other music, I think, in most, most modern musicals um, just across the board. So um, In the Heights was his first musical, and that's, that was kind of the revolutionary addition of rap to musical theater. There had never really been anything like that before. Um, and I will agree that Hamilton kind of took it to the next level and was probably a little bit more successful. Um, but, I mean, as with any first musical, you know, the second one's probably going to be better once you get more experience under your belt. You live, you learn. Yeah. Um, so, In the Heights is, uh, it's definitely kind of hip-hop um, and also has, like, some Latin America music kind of mixed into it. So there's kind of that mix, which is awesome. Um, and it's... It's a lot of just very fun, kind of upbeat music. Um, there's a couple of different great duets in there, and there's only a few. I, th I think there might be a little bit more like power ballad stuff in Hamilton than there is in In the Heights, yeah. um, with the exception of Breathe, which is one of the first numbers in the show that everybody just loves because it's just such a powerful number. But um, I just, yeah, like we talked about, I mean, it's like, Lin-Manuel Miranda's music is something you don't have to like sit and listen to the lyrics like religiously because if you don't you're gonna fall behind. It's like you're just listening to the music and it's like you're you're watching a conversation just like happen in front of you and it's it's really impressive. Yeah, although I do think some of it is so like quick that you kind of you have to take a minute to really listen to yeah. the lyrics in order to understand like the yeah, the I've definitely I've never been a huge rap listener, so it's kind of cool to to have a musical theater mix in that. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I think his music is great. And speaking of, let's transition into a performance of um, Lin Manuel Miranda's music. Uh, we have Tyler Ziemba singing "You'll Be Back" from Hamilton. a price that you're willing to pay. You cry in your tea which you hurl in the sea when you see me go by. Why so sad? Remember we made an arrangement when you went away. Now you're making me mad. Remember despite our estrangement, I am your man. 
be back Soon you'll see you remember you belong to me You'll be back Time will tell you remember that I served you well Oceans rise Empires fall We have seen each other through it all And when push comes to shove I will send a fully armed battalion to remind you of my love. You say our love is training and you can't go. Subject. Cause you're my favorite subject My sweet, submissive subject My loyal, royal subject Forever and ever And ever and ever and ever You'll be back like before I will fight the fight and win the war For your love, for your praise And I'll love you till my dying days When you're gone, I'll go mad So don't throw away the things we had Cause when push comes to shove I will kill your friends and family to remind you of my love da 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 That was fantastic. What a what a fun song to listen to, and you just you know, hit it out of the park. Yes, that was great. So let's talk about the story um, and get a little bit into some more of the details of these two musicals. Um, but before we get into In the Heights, I just I kind of want to talk about um, one of the greatest parts of, of Lin Manuel Miranda's music um, and musicals is his the just the movements and messages he's spreading by by these two musicals. So um, first off, I mean Broadway has always kind of been an area that's been predominantly dominated by um, by white people, to be honest. And um, the fact that he wrote a musical that was just so inclusive with, with the Latin culture and some of the Spanish culture, too, was just, it was fantastic. Yeah, um, I think with Hamilton, the fact that you're telling a story of America as, like, the story of immigrants, because that's really what we all are here, and that he chose to, like, put the cast to be all non-white except for King George. I think it's, like, a real statement, and a yeah, lot of people have appreciated that. It really is. I mean, it's just... He's like totally broken down some of the pretty harsh barriers um, of Broadway, and it's just it's fantastic. Um, so let's talk a little bit more about the in the Heights story then, because I know I kind of blazed through that in the in the summary. 
But um, so, like I said, a lot of the, the conflict of this musical um, kind of stems from the community. And I think what happens is the community kind of all goes through these these problems together and then they all kind of deal with it in their different ways. So when Nina drops out of college and comes back, um, she's kind of not necessarily content because she feels like she's, she's let her community down, but she's okay to stay home and kind of accept the fact that college didn't work out while her parents are, you know, we are going to sell a business and we're going to get you back in into college. Um, and then on the flip side, Usnavi uh, is kind of struggling with his business. And, and after um, this kind of interesting lottery win happens, um, he and his, um, his younger cousin um, kind of have the opportunity to, to leave the community. And so as he kind of gets into a potential relationship with Vanessa, and Nina gets into a potential relationship with Benny, um, we kind of, you know, see some struggles as Usnavi wants to leave and, and Nina's going to be going back to college. There's a lot of conflict within there. Um, and it's just kind of how this, this sort of working class urban community just works through these troubles. And eventually the story does end as Usnavi realizes that you know, no matter where he goes, his home is Washington Heights, and his family is the entire extensive community, and, and Nina accepts the fact that, you know, it is her, her dream to go on to a higher education, and just because it didn't work out the first time doesn't mean that it won't ever work out. So In the Heights, is, it's honestly a really, really fun musical to watch. Yeah, for sure. Um, I completely agree with all of that. Um, as far as the story of Hamilton, I feel like most of us probably know the story of the American Revolution. <laughs> Don't need to go into too far and, details, huh? I mean, yeah, this isn't this isn't history class, so I'll focus a little bit more on like Hamilton's personal story, which is also a big part of the musical. Um, specifically, like his relationships with the other characters are really important, uh, especially like right from the beginning. We meet the Schuyler sisters, who are these like three powerhouse women from New York City, and they all sort of develop their own relationship with Hamilton. Um, Angelica, who's the oldest sister, is initially interested in Hamilton, but she doesn't really let herself go there. And he ends up marrying Eliza, who is the middle Skylar sister. And they become a very tight-knit couple, uh, all the way up until Hamilton's uh, potential affair scandal in the second act. Yeah. So it's actually interesting that there are the three powerhouse girls with the Skylar sisters, because in In the Heights, there's a similar sort of vibe with um, Daniela and Carla and then Vanessa, um, who all work at the salon. So it's kind of funny that there's like, in both musicals, there's three powerful girls that you know, have some cool numbers and just some similarities between these two musicals. Yeah, and like the way that he writes them singing off of each other is yeah, really great too. Yeah, it's great. Uh, then a little bit later on, we also follow like a very complicated relationship between Aaron Burr and Hamilton, who they're not exactly friends, but they're not exactly enemies either. Um, and somehow they create each other's successes, but they also kind of lead to each other's downfalls in the end. Um, they really begin their political climb around the same time, and I think Burr always feels very clearly like Hamilton is sort of one step ahead. He has this edge, um, but they they kind of they kind of judge their successes based off of each other. And although neither one ends up being president in the end because Hamilton kind of sealed his fate when he had that affair and Burr ends up not becoming president because Hamilton yeah. speaks out against him. So they have these like political differences but they kind of go off of each other. And obviously we probably know that the story ends with a, a duel between the two of them which is a pretty notable part of the story and a lot of people were wondering how Miranda was going to like portray that but um, 
Hamilton, in the end, he raises his gun to, and he shoots at the sky instead of shooting Burr. Symbolizing and, that he w was basically truce in the, con the, the conflict. Yeah, and that was like a gentleman's move. It's pretty notable. That's what he told his son to do. Um, and Burr does aim to kill, and he does end Hamilton's life. So that, it, it would seem that that would make a, for a negative ending to, um, to the musical. And in some ways, it does feel that way for a moment. I certainly don't know anyone who's made it through this musical without crying. Um, but the final, the final song, which is, um, who tells your story, who lives, who dies, who tells your story, um, it, it sends kind of a hopeful message it because it's like, um, kind of a tribute to all of Miranda's work and how the musical yeah. itself is telling their story and how Eliza also told Hamilton's story. Yeah, I agree. And I think, I mean, that is one of the greatest things about Lin-Manuel Miranda's work is that they both end kind of on a happy note. I mean, yeah. In the Heights ends with people staying in the community and accepting, you know, that this is where they belong. Um, and it's just, it's kind of a happy ending for both these musicals, which is great. Yeah, it's a message of hope. Yeah. So let's now talk a little bit about the dance of these two musicals because, yeah. let me tell you, In the Heights and Hamilton dance is just fantastic, um, which is great. That, I guess, can't really necessarily be attributed to Lin-Manuel Miranda. Um, just his fantastic choreographers that he's had in these these two musicals, but um, so in the Heights dance is um, it, it's one of the it's one of the factors that plays into the um, just the addition of the Latin culture in in the Heights. Um, there's a lot of um, just Latin based dancing that goes on um, in in the musical. And there's a lot of big group numbers. Uh, that's a lot of fun, but uh, most notably, there's a couple different styles that are seen throughout in the Heights, which are um, the salsa. The merengue and then uh, the samba, which um, both are kind of, uh, or all three are very fun to watch and kind of flowy, and um, you know, it's just it's it's great to great to watch. It's very fun to to see everybody kind of up there swinging their hips and doing a little bit different style of musical theater dance than than you gen genuinely would see. You know? Yeah, I think it's very cool, and I think with Hamilton, it's uh, there are a really big part of the, the choreography and the way that it turns out in the show is the idea of like the ensemble working together. There are um, 10 ensemble members in Hamilton and a lot of what they do as far as choreography is they kind of work together to show the emotion that comes with the song and it's very much like with um, I think one of the coolest times this happens is during Angelica's song, Satisfied, where she kind of is evaluating her life and the mistakes that she's perhaps made by uh, pushing Hamilton and Eliza together. Um, and she actually freezes everyone at their wedding, and they sort of move in slow motion, and that shows like how she feels like time is frozen, and it's really, it's really interesting and kind of unique. I think that might actually be sort of uh, the upper hand that Hamilton might have uh, in terms of dance. Or both of these, both of the dances are, are great. But I think Hamilton has just taken it a one greater step further. Where like, you know, I watched an interview where the choreographer basically said that. The ensemble is there to represent the emotions and the, the feelings of the main characters. They're basically like, a lot, a lot of times they're dancing behind them, kind of expressing what the what the main characters are expressing, which I think is just yeah. so cool. Right. So let's let's now look at our last segment um, of this episode, which is the design of these two musicals. So for the most part, we're going off the design of the original Broadway um, kind of this this sets and stuff. And Hamilton, you know, hasn't yeah, even the haven't. rights haven't even been released, so it's it's all pretty much the same, and In the Heights is a little bit different, but um, both of these 
Both of these, the, the designs of these two musicals, I think, are pretty awesome. Now, this, I will say, I think In the Heights does kind of trump um, Hamilton for sure. Um, <laughs> well, see, so In the Heights is set in in New York, in, in Washington Heights, um, and uh, it's kind of got this this working class feel, like I said. So the stage is surrounded by these buildings in the in in the streets of Washington Heights, and there's there's storefronts on the bottom, and in the back, I think it's either the Manhattan or the Brooklyn Bridge um, is like a silhouette in the background, um, and really cool. it it's so pretty, and like the lighting is just. It's awesome. Like they've got a lot of bright, uh, like neon colored lights, which is great. Not so much like like Dear Evan Hansen or any of those or Dogfight. Not that kind of like neon lights, but like a lot of just fun lighting. And I noticed that the lighting itself is never really all that dark. Um, there's a few yeah. like solo songs where you know you do the classic musical theater where the background's all dark and there's one spotlight on you. But for the most part, the stage of In the Heights is almost always lit up. Um, which just kind of makes it feel fun and um, and happy rather than like Phantom when it's frequently dark and mysterious, you know? <laughs> um, I think Hamilton is a little bit different. Obviously, I, I think that they wanted to let it all like kind of speak for itself and the, the set is mostly about like creating an atmosphere and then they kind of use the the actors working together and the dancing to create more individual environments. So, I mean, the the set design, I think, is supposed to stay true to, like, uh, what, it, what it would have been at this time period in the, like, 17 and 1800s. Yeah. It's very, like, wood-themed. Um, you know, it's funny. The first time I saw it, I kind of thought it looked like a pirate ship because there's so much wood and there's like ropes and ladders and stuff. I was like, this is on a pirate ship. This is an interesting telling of the American Revolution, but yeah, I think it feels it feels very like classic musical theater. You've got like scaffolding and ropes and ladders and all that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think one thing that I would say Hamilton does have that was really interesting and uh, I don't know, you maybe better than in the heights. Back, I think I know where you're going with this. You know, maybe we'll see. Um, but I think the costumes yeah, are also costumes. really, 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 they're like, it's something that hasn't really been done anywhere else. They're like a modern take on the clothes that were like traditionally from this like correct time period when it would have taken place. And I think that that shows like the message of the show and what they're trying to do because, I mean, the men are wearing these like Spencer jackets through most of the show and the women wear these like fancy dresses with corsets, but they're all sort of simplified so that it doesn't take away from the story. And on that note, all all of the characters have modern hair hairstyles rather than like the wigs that they probably would have worn at this time. Thank goodness, right? Yeah, and thank goodness. <laughs> and I think that that's really important because first of all, it allows like the actors to be more there and be more exposed and highlight their like emotion and their personalities. But it also allows them to show their hair, which uh, it kind of speaks more to what Hamilton's trying to do by highlighting really different does. ethnicities. Yeah, so it really I does. That was really unique. And I will give it to you. Hamilton costumes are better than Emma Heights costumes. In the Heights are still fun, and they're very summery and flowy, and a lot of flowy dresses and skirts and stuff, but Hamilton, hands down, has the best, the best costumes. Yeah, so let's transition back into the last performance of the day, um, which is a song called Champagne from In the Heights. It's towards the end of the musical, um, and it's going to be performed by Brendan Lockwood and Kristen Das. Enjoy. So I got you a present. I went downtown to get it. Doing anything tonight. Cleaning Done for the day Cause we got a date okay. Before you board that plane I owe you a bottle of cold champagne Yeah 
cold champagne. I mean, the bottle's all sweaty and everything. You went and got this. Pop the champagne. I don't know if coffee cups or plastic cups. I think Sonny has the cups. Tonight, we're drinking straight from the bottle. Usnavi! Yeah! Daniela told me what you did for me, and it's honestly the sweetest thing anyone ever did for me. Now, what can I say or do to possibly repay you for your kindness? How do you get this gold stuff off? Usnavi! Yeah! Before we both leave town, before the corner changes and the signs are taken down Let's walk around the neighborhood and say our goodbyes Usnavi, are you alright? I'm fine, I'm trying to open this champagne You see the twisty thing is broken But I'm gonna open this damn champagne Let me see it No, I got it Yo, Usnavi, drop the champagne but I get us a little bubbly. And it's gonna be okay. I'm sorry it's been a long day. You oughta stay. What? You can use that money to fix this place. Haha, ha, very funny. And it's not like Sonny's got role models role stepping models. up to the plate. Yo, what are you talking about? I'm just saying. I think your vacation can wait! Vacation, Vanessa, you're leaving too? I'm going down to West 4th Street, you can take the What air. are you trying to say? You're leaving the country, and we're never gonna see you again! What are you trying you to say? You get everyone addicted to your coffee, then off you go! Vanessa, I don't know why you're mad at me. I wish I was mad! Just too late. Wow, that was amazing. Kristen and Brennan, that was fantastic. Thank you guys so much. Yes, that is one of the best songs from In the Heights for sure, and you guys did it justice for sure. So um, it's the time that we've all been waiting for. Not really, but let's uh, let's <laughs> find the results out. So um, first things first, we did ask our Instagram who they thought was the better musical a couple oh. weeks ago, and. Um, the results were not in my favor. Hamilton won 78% to 20, uh, um, 22%, I believe it was. Um, so you might have won this one. So now let's see what Chicago Children's Theater pick, um, who they decided it was. I'm sorry. Uh, I guess it I was won Hamilton, wasn't it? Uh, All right. Well, let's go Hamilton. Yeah, that's you know it's bad. I mean, let's hands down, both these musicals are great. Yes. Um, I, 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 it's definitely not a debate on the fact that Hamilton has had a much more outreach. I think Hamilton yeah. is hands down the most successful and popular modern musical of the decade for sure. Yeah. I mean, who has not heard of Hamilton, right? Even yeah, people who hate and musical it also theater. Yeah, reached out to so many new people. I mean, and that's one of the magics of, of Lin Manuel Miranda's work is just the messages that he's spreading. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I think that pretty much wraps up our episode today. It's been really a blast to do. Yeah, it has. Um, one last plug um, for Chicago Children's Theater. If you guys are interested in donating and supporting a fantastic organization, there's a link in the bio to donate. They put on just fantastic um, musical theater and just performing content for kids of a younger age as well as, uh, as well as they have fantastic classes um, 
for younger performers. So please check them out. Consider donating. 70% of that money will go to Chicago Children's Theater, and 30% will go back into our company to fund future productions. Yeah, and also, if you'd like to find out more, if you'd like to support our company, um, you can check us out at fourseasonsperformingarts.com. You can also join our emailing list there, get our fun emails, and um, you can get new announcements about our future projects. Um, we're also on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and now we even have a Now TikTok, TikTok. interesting. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you can find those. I think it's mostly Four Seasons Performing Arts. Yes, there will be a graphic on screen now. <laughs> yes. um, just one last huge thank you to Tyler Ziemba, Kristen Doss, and Brendan Lockwood. You guys were fantastic. Thank and you so much. Thank you for bringing the, the musical talent to this episode. Yeah. Well, we will see you right back here one week from today, next Friday, for our fourth episode. Okay. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Last thing I hear As the impact grows near Is it a scream or a cheer?